Hi, everybody. I am Jen Johnson, and you are watching Thought by Thought Healing, where I talk about everything related to chronic pain and chronic symptoms. I come at this from a Christian perspective, and so if that is important to you, then you should definitely subscribe. And if you're listening on podcast platforms, I would love if you would leave me a review. That is how we get this hope out there. And that is actually why I'm doing this work because there is so much hope to be had. If you are stuck in the medical system or if you ever have been, then you know that sometimes it just feels like you're trapped and you're never going to get out. And um, this, when I discovered the mind-body syndrome and um, mind-body connection, TMS, neuroplastic pain, neural circuit pain, whatever you want to call it, I found that there was much hope and that I could reverse it. And at the same time, we are talking about our bodies and how they work. And so a part of this is just discovering um, what happens when we feel distressing subconscious emotions and beliefs and thoughts that really do disturb our nervous system. They set off the autonomic nervous system. They set the pain alarm when we feel unsafe in life and... um, I think that's really interesting because sin is a big deal. And when we hurt one another, we hurt one another. So a lot of this is often recovering from hurts that we have experienced, whether they were intentional or not. Anyways, I find that I find that to be really um, encouraging. When I look at scripture and I look at what is happening in our brains and our bodies, I see them to be completely aligned. So... I, on this channel, I tend to interview a professional and then do maybe a healing story and then um, my own story or some tool that I have found to be um, helpful. And today I want to talk about just something that I've been reading in one of Dr. John Sarno's books. This one is The Mind-Body Prescription, Healing the Body, Healing the Pain. If you're unaware of who Dr. John Sarno is, then you're probably new to this process and you'll want to watch or um, you'll want to read one of his books, at least because they're they're packed, they're, they're full. And a lot of his work was geared around back pain, but um, that same, this, the, the same mind-body connection is true for almost all uh, symptoms. Okay, so um, he, he had a belief that most of... Uh, our pain was um, subconsciously caused by rage. And now I think um, we've uh, moved a little bit away from that. So Alan Gordon just released a reel the other day where he says basically that he believes that the root of it is any preoccupation with any um, negative emotion, problem solving, that type of thing, obsessing over something. And for me, I think the primary symptom was fear and also some shame. So the emotion can be not just rage, although John Sarno generally is speaking of rage in his in his books. So he has six, he, he talks about fulfilling our basic needs. And in order to fulfill our quote unquote basic needs, we put ourselves under pressure, which is enraging to the self, he says. So it enrages ourselves. Um, We become frustrated and angry because some of the needs are not adequately met. And then he names what those six are. And so I want to kind of um, just briefly go over them. Um, And I think I. And, and the, thing, the thing about this that I think is so powerful is when we start to realize, okay, I feel like I have this need, then we can take it to God and, and ask um, how, how he wants to meet that need. Because like, he, like Sarno's talking about here, how we put ourselves under pressure, which is enraging to ourselves, because we can't meet, our own, meet all of our own needs. We can some, but 
but life is lifey and we can't meet them all. So um, I found that as I discovered some of these and was able to name them, then I could go to God and express how I actually felt, whether it was shame or rage or um, terror. And, and I, don't want, I do want you to notice that I'm using really extreme, egregious words because I actually think that most of the time when we're in chronic pain, we have um, made a habit of saying words like frustrated and a little anxious and, and maybe I don't feel good about something. And in reality, the way we feel is much bigger and deserves um, it deserves a, a larger word, if you will. Okay, so here's the six that he talks about. One is to be perfect, to excel, achieve, succeed, have high expectations and standards for yourself, being self-critical and very sensitive to criticism. Yep, that's all I can say about that because I think that I found that to be true in my own life and also in my clients. This one's front and center often. There is a need to be and and, um, perform, uh, to have an appearance of perfection to earn our value in some way and then when our value comes in that form and our safety comes in the form of being perfect um, and we receive criticism from others um, that causes a huge defensive response in our bodies um, because we are angry because all of a sudden somebody is revealing that we're not perfect and even worse I don't see myself as perfect but I have to be perfect and therefore I am judgmental towards self and angry at myself and it's not coming from God but it is coming from me and so that's number one I won't derail too much the next one is to be liked to be approved of loved admired respected a compulsion to please to be a nice guy um, or be a mother or father to the world so to be liked and this one's true too. We want to be liked. I was um, talking to a client about this the other day and how I, I, in the past I, I wouldn't have admitted that it made me angry when people didn't like me because then I would feel ashamed and that would make me look really stupid to admit that. But in reality, I think sometimes we do feel that way because we want to be liked by people that makes us feel safe. And then when people don't like us, well, then I feel unsafe. And when we feel unsafe, we are not very nice. I think that was one of the hardest things for me to realize is that when I was in chronic pain, I, I had become really defensive because I didn't feel safe. And it was my brain was always looking for ways to protect me. And so sometimes I didn't treat people the best. Okay, so that's number two, to be liked. The third basic need that we think we have and are mad when it's not met is to be taken care of. A desire that never goes away unconsciously, no matter how old or independent we are. And that, for me, was an eye-opener when I read this, because some of the other ones I was a little bit more aware of, but this one, the need, the basic need to be taken care of. We want to have somebody who's looking after us and taking care of us. And um, I think that God has been incredibly um, faithful in that way to really show me um, that he has, he has been the one to take care of me. Um, and sometimes I'm mad because it doesn't feel like enough. I want more. Um, but he is, has continued to work on that in me. So that's the third one. Do you feel that you have the need to be taken care of? And when that need is not, that need is not met, do you have fear or rage 
uh, what what emotion to, um, comes out for you. The fourth is to be soothed. So we seek gratification through food, drink, smoking, sex, entertainment, and play. And the more that I do this work, the more compassionate that I become for people who fall into these, I'm going to call them, some of them, sinful patterns, um, because I think it's a cover-up and a distraction from feeling emotions, and it is um, the only way at the time that they know how to get away from feeling things. I'm not justifying um, some of the... um, some when these things become addictions they hurt people and i have experienced that and know that to be true but um, at the same time it gives me an understanding and compassion because i was stuck in chronic pain which i think is a distraction from emotions and um and although i didn't choose um one of those um more hurtful um addictions I still was stuck and didn't know how to deal with um, what life had given me and the beliefs that I had developed and learned. And so, I don't know, I think it just gives me a, a, a bigger heart for people. Um, so that's to be soothed. Do you have a desire to be soothed? And when you are not soothed, you are angry. And I mean, I know that this shows up in my life all the time. Like, even after having done the work, if, if there's sometimes I would just rather eat a bunch of snacks or I would rather do a Netflix night or um, watch a movie, I don't know, go dancing, just something other than than face what I am feeling and what I am believing and what I am subconsciously thinking. So, okay, so that's um, that's number four. Now, number five is to be physically invincible. So the need to feel strong, unrestricted, and sexy. Um, yeah, that's definitely a world we live in that, that culturally we are expected to represent in that way um, with our bodies. And that, to me, kind of leads into his number six, which is to be immortal. We are unconsciously enraged by the inevitability of death. And so he talks about how... Um, at, a lot of his clients, as they became older, um, when they dug subconsciously down, they were they were he he felt enraged, but maybe there was also fear there of of life running out and and our bodies changing and all those things can be a source of something we feel like we need, and then when those needs are not met, um, or we have this strong emotion. So I hope that's helpful, just to kind of. Um, look at yourself subconsciously because because this work is about subconscious beliefs, beliefs that you're unaware of or em- emotional patterns or thought patterns that you haven't, um, uh, I don't know, acknowledged. Be- because they're subconscious, sometimes it, we don't know how to, to um, discover them. And so things like this can be helpful to just kind of like pick at the brain and, and, and try to to ask yourself, is this something that I'm struggling with and that I believe about, uh, that I believe? And then taking the time, if one of them sticks out to you, take the time to um, to journal about it. If you don't want to journal about it, then journal about why you don't want to journal about it. And I'm not kidding. Or at least ask yourself, maybe you do an audio file. Why don't I want to, why don't I want to think about this? Why don't I want to write about this? Um, what's, what is, what will come of this if, if I work through this? Um, 
always start with the first um, limitation, the first thing that um, is protecting you from, from feeling, from feeling anything. Okay, guys, that's all I have for today. I'm just going to briefly go over them really quick. It is to be perfect, to be liked, to be taken care of, to be soothed, to be physically invincible, and to be immortal. It is on page 28 in the Mind Body Prescription, in case you want to look it up yourself. Let's see. I think that's about it for today. Next week, I have another healing story. If you are interested in coaching, send me an email. Actually, check out my website, thoughtbythoughthealing.com. And then you can also follow me on Instagram and on Facebook, um, also called thoughtbythoughthealing.com or thoughtbythoughthealing. All right, you guys, that's all I have for today. I hope that you have a great week and I will see you again next Saturday.